Welcome to Michelle Carville and Gemma Butler, co-authors of Can Marketing Save the Planet? Subtitled 101 Practical Ways to Use Sustainable Marketing as a Force for Good, published by Bloomsbury. And Michelle and Gemma are also authors of Sustainable Marketing, so they have some form and run a website and consultancy called Can Marketing Save the Planet? Now, Gemma, there are an awful lot of business books out there, and frankly, sustainability could even be in danger of becoming a lip service tagline, or as you describe it in the book, purpose washing. So what's the key message from Can Marketing Save the Planet? Look, I think it's safe to say that sustainability uh, has for a long time been a tagline and something that business and organisations have paid lip service to. But the reality is now is that climate change, biodiversity loss and, you know, the, the damage we're doing is all around us. So we can't escape that. And sustainability has become one of the biggest conversations in the world today. So the reason we wrote Sustainable Marketing and Can Marketing Save the Planet is because we believe that marketers have a significant role to play when it comes to driving positive impact and and changing uh, the course we're on effectively. But the key message is it's not about completely reinventing marketing. Um, You know, like a lot of our behaviour, it's about rethinking what we do through a responsible lens. And knowledge levels are still incredibly low. So, you know, We want to get that conversation moving from conversation to action. And Michelle, what was your motive for writing the book with Gemma? Well, as Gemma said, it's it's about action. And we had, from writing Sustainable Marketing, How to Drive Profits with Purpose, since that time, we were running our own podcast, having many conversations with people, and also now getting out into the landscape and supporting with education and awareness, driving and developing courses and giving webinars and talks and workshops with organisations. And as Gemma said, the level of education was still low across a broad spectrum. And the challenge is, is that sustainability and climate action and decarbonisation and all of these other areas that organisations are tackling are extremely complex. And we tried in the book, in in this 101 chapters, to boil down and bring the education and action to light across many, many, many topics. Um, and of course, trying to say a lot in a very short, concise way means that we boil things down to the words um, that, that can really drive action, the information that people really do need. And so through creating it, it's a kind of blueprint working around a strategic framework to support anybody who is either starting out uh, or engaged already with sustainability, how to think about sustainable marketing and how to think about marketing sustainability. Yes, to talk about action, which is a real theme, excuse me, throughout the book. Um, I should mention that Can Marketing Save the Planet is packed with ideas. Earth as a stakeholder, which I love, that's nice. Carbon literacy, that's a cool one. And also very much like the format with what it is, why it matters, where to start, and three actions. So, Michelle, how did you come up with the format? And what do you think the advantages of that are from the perspective of a reader? Well, it kind of goes back to the 
you know what I just previously said in as much as there are it's so complex and there is so much and 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 in each one of those 101 chapters we could have written thousands of more words than than we did um, and in fact we did it it was a challenge to kind of then reduce it and boil it down to those salient points and salient actions and the format was a format that we kind of continued from our first book, which was what it is, why this matters, what do you need to do about it? And that format we continued because trying to say a lot in a short amount of time, but to give people enough so that they can take action uh, and actually implement things, we wanted to get straight into the into the nuts and bolts of what it is, why it matters, what can you do about it? Because you've got 101 chapters here and over 300 actions to consider. So the more we can break this down for you and simplify what is often a very complex area, it means that if you're working through the book start to finish, you're going to have a, a really nice overview. But it also means that if you've got a specific area like carbon literacy or like Earth as a stakeholder, as you mentioned, you can just dive into that and think, OK, what 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 is this? Why does it matter? What can I do about it in, in a very concise way? So it gave us flexibility into how people can also utilise the book as a, as a handbook or as a strategic framework. And that leads me on, actually to a key question, of course, is who's the book aimed at? Um, you have a really nice quote from Caroline Taylor, OBE, who's a, a very well-known and highly respected marketing leader in the tech sector, which is my sector. She gave great praise to the book, Can Marketing Save the Planet? A highly actionable how-to guide. This is a perfect desktop companion. Gemma, perhaps you could comment, who's the book aimed at? Who do you want to read it? Well, predominantly, it's aimed at marketers. You know, there are 10.6 million marketers on the planet, and uh, we are on a mission to to ensure that all marketers understand that, uh, you know, they they can be doing something about this, um, and they ha they play a key role. Let's face it, marketing has got us into played a big role in getting us to where we are today, driving consumption and waste, and changing and shaping behaviours and all of that. So, you know, predominantly, it's marketers, but. Also, you know, we've also worked with a lot of uh, sustainability officers and people in, in the sustainability departments who are, you know, they talk in a completely different language. There is a lot of uh, scientific terms. There's a lot of, I guess, jargon out there. And it's really for marketers to break that communication down, but also for sustainability teams to understand where marketing can come in and, and work together. But again, it's it's business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, any any function really could pick up this book and and get something out of it. Could I pick up on a small comment there? I detect some degree of tension between the commercial imperatives of marketing and sustainability. Gemma, just to continue that theme, how do you resolve the tension between the commercial imperative of marketing and sustainability i think you know it's there are there are the sustainable metrics and measures and objectives and they're the, they're the commercial measures and metrics and actually they they can coexist beautifully together and actually you don't i don't believe and michelle and i don't believe you have to separate those out as two separate things you know and the way that we look at the metrics and measures in this book and in fact we were just having a conversation with someone this morning is through looking at the opportunities around sustainability and building more sustainable markets moving forward comes those commercial opportunities as well. And actually, you mentioned Caroline. She she spoke about it when we interviewed her in the podcast, saying we still need to build the business case for 
anything we do. And therefore, we have to bring in, you know, the commercial benefits. But sustainability isn't about doing less. It isn't about being told not to do something. It's actually looking for the opportunities of which there are many within, you know, what we do as businesses. Degrowth isn't about stopping doing stuff. It's about evolving and developing moving forward, which is what we should be doing. So, you know, we believe that commercial marketing uh, and commercial metrics and objectives and sustainable marketing and sustainable measures and objectives can come together and actually the opportunities are far greater and there's you know many businesses out there who are demonstrating that good business is good for business in the business to business technology sector then how do you recommend that companies manage those interests and perhaps michelle you could have a crack at that so employee engagement i think stretches beyond whatever sector you're in uh, with with regards to bringing your employees on the sustainability journey with you. I mean, if often if you've got that strategic agenda and sustainability is sitting there, it needs to be effectively cascaded throughout the organisation so that everybody understands the role that they play. And more often than not, that isn't the case. I mean, there are examples, and we name a few of them in the book, where organisations have taken their sustainability strategy, engaged their employees in actually supporting them in developing that strategy, and then cascading it so that everybody understands what it is internally and the role they play. And that means that when you're communicating this externally, it's just a case of business as usual. It isn't a big marketing campaign. We're just talking about what it is that we do. Thank you so much to Michelle Carville and Gemma Butler, co-authors of Can Marketing Save the Planet? Published by Bloomsbury and available, of course, from Amazon and all good bookshops. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.